everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Michael Eben. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly are experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it is episode 158, and we have three-year-olds. I know, it's hard to believe, eh? What the heck? They're old now. They're old now, yeah. <laughs> how is that How is that possible? How will we have three-year-olds already? Well, you know, the crazier part is, is that this time next year, they'll be in school. Barf. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, I mean, free daycare at that point, right? Yeah, that's true. That's uh, going to be a real nice thing. <laughs> I'm certainly looking forward to that element of it. But then, yeah, then begins the... Uh, how many years are they in school for? 12 plus universities, like 16 years. The long trek begins for them. Yep, yep. And we get to be there for all the sick days and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Exciting, exciting. So, since we both had three-year-olds, that probably means that we had three-year-old birthday parties. So, Chris, why don't you tell us what kind of a shindig Ben had? <laughs> you sound like a radio host, Mike. We're going to shoot it off over to you. All right. I did have a radio yeah. background. I mean, I went to school <laughs> for radio. I worked on the radio. I know. I know. You never stop talking about it, Mike. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, hey, we we got to do is we got to get past the or get to the post. You know, that's the sound where the music ends, right? So yes, that's right. I have to make sure that I I, uh, I I finish talking right as the music crescendos and the, somebody starts singing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I don't have well, any music. I will start. Sings. I will start singing for you, Mike. Okay. Well, hey, Chris, let's throw it on over to you. Well, Mike, let me tell you about this weekend that we had. <laughs> I guess let's do the. The cool jazz voice, you know, whatever. You said you were going to sing and you yeah, didn't. well, it's a verbal. It's like a, you know, sing song, that kind of thing. Right? Like so Shatner like, style? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Anyway, Mike, we did have the birthday party this weekend for old Ben. So uh, on his actual birthday, which was, uh, I don't remember the day now, Wednesday, Thursday of midweek, all we did was just a nice small thing. We got him a cupcake and everything like that. And we gave him our big gift, which was a bigger version of his ride on tractor. So, Mike, I'm going to do an impromptu John Deere Peg Perigo. No, what is it? Yeah, Peg Perigo, right on tractor thing. Sounds like a tomato sauce. Yeah, it kind of is. Kind of is. Anyway, we had bought him the six volt one for his birthday last year, which was like the loader and stuff. And he's always been a big fan of it. My only complaint with it was that it was kind of slow and it ran out of batteries, not quickly, but like I could go to the school and back from my house. I mean, you know how far that is it's like a five minute walk. It's not yeah. that far. So we figured, OK, he he likes this enough. And the, and the reason we didn't buy the big one to begin with is like it's more money. It's like one hundred fifty bucks more. And like, is he even going to enjoy this? We don't know. Turns out he did enjoy it. So we decided, OK, we're going to find the bigger one. And we found it used, which was really nice. And my God, Mike, this thing is so much better. So if anyone is in the market <laughs> for a John Deere tractor toy, Get the 12 volt one. Do not get the six volt one. You will regret every minute of the six volt one, especially compared to how good the 12 volt one is. Like it can go in the grass, it can go everywhere, it goes super fast. Like, you have to walk quick to keep up with this thing. Like it is, it is a beast. So it sounds impressive. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's an absolute beast. So we got him that. We got him a tractor. Obviously, now the tractor also came with a wagon, which is what we've been using to haul stuff back and forth from my parents' house. So anytime we have to deliver something, got to break out that tractor, store it in the back of the the trailer and drag it over. 
Other things that have fit within the trailer is Wes with his car seat. So I've put him in the trailer <laughs> and then Ben's been dragging Wes around the street with the car seat and stuff and works pretty well. And we had a sleepover with Henry the day before Ben's birthday. And the two of them were driving around the two tractors because obviously we have two of them now. At some point, Henry's tractor, which was the small one, ran out of batteries. So in my infinite wisdom, I kind of looked at what I had in the garage. and I was like, I have a bike trailer that I attached to my bike. So I'm going to attach this to his toy tractor, put Henry in the bike trailer and see if it pulls it around. And it did, Mike. It did a fantastic (laughs) job. So he's pulling around this bike trailer around the street in his little toy tractor. So, you know, rave reviews so far, I got to tell you. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's been really good. So yeah, anyway, like I was saying, they had a sleepover the day before Ben's birthday. They had a great time. We had a, a bath with the two of them, and it's a glow-in-the-dark bath. Have you done any of those yet, Mike, at your no, house? No, what's a glow-in-the-dark bath? So you turn off all the lights, and then you buy glow sticks, and you just chuck the glow sticks into the, the tub. And it is a riot for the kids. They love it. Okay, so my first thought was... That you break the glow sticks open oh, and God, dump no, that into no. the bathtub. That's toxic, Mike. And I was like, Chris, what are you doing? What are you doing? But then yeah. I realized you just meant you just put glow sticks in the bathtub. Yeah, that's right. You just you just toss them in there, throw some bubble bath in if you want. And it actually it, it really lights up the tub quite nicely, like way more than you'd expect. Because I think we only tossed in maybe like five or six, you know, kind of like the two foot ones or whatever. And yeah, it was it was it was glowing. It was a rave in there. So we did that, and then of course they both slept in the same room. And we ended up kind of doing the same pattern that we did when I or when well, I guess I was sick, too. But when Ben got sick a couple weeks ago, so he had the old crib mattress in there on the floor and we dragged his other mattress off his bed because they both wanted to sleep on the floor together. And mm-hmm. it was great. And we read stories before bed. And it was really funny because I at one point I said to them, you know, something about being gentlemen, like, hey, come on, gentlemen, we're going to read our storybooks or whatever. And they go and they both tell me we're not gentlemen. We're big boys. Oh, okay. Well, then, you know, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. But, you know, in their little kid brains, big boys trump gentlemen. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Or that or they they formed a gang. (laughs) Yeah, that could be the big boys. Yeah, it's a very non-tough sounding gang. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're the big boys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway, and then Mike, so then the actual birthday came around and we shipped Ben and Henry off to my parents for the morning so we could kind of decorate the house and clean up and everything like that. And it was the first time we've had more than just my parents and my brother's family in the house at the same time. So like I would say our previous record of number of people was like 10. This brought it up to like 20 or 25 people we had in the house at one time. And Mike, it was... uh, very weird having that many people in one area. Yeah, uh, I don't doubt it. I mean, it. it's been the, it's the most people I've experienced in one small spot I, since, I guess, March of last year, right? Yeah, no, that uh, that sounds like a lot of people. I thought I had too many people over. And, no, no. no we I'm not going to your we, house. We were counting on some nice weather, and it kind of, the weather dabbled in being nice, and then it got rainy, and then it was nice and rainy. So we, we probably spent two-thirds of the time inside, probably in our in our basement most of the time. But it was good to see everybody. We got all the cousins together for the first time ever. So we had Ben and Wes, obviously, Henry, Carson, and Liam. We had all of them there. So Liam is older than the rest. I think he's nine. I want to say he's nine years old. So it was nice, and he did a great job playing with the the younger children because the other ones were all under three or three and under. 
it was it was pretty good. We we learned from Henry's birthday party on how to handle the presents a lot better. So we had a pretty good idea what everybody had bought Ben for his birthday. So we kind of tier listed it, you know, like the the presents that we knew he would enjoy, but not as much as these presents down the line. Right? right. So it wasn't like, hey, look at this awesome toy. I don't give a shit about the rest of these things at all. We're just, you know, we kind of we scaled up, which worked out quite well. Tiff had put together a whole bunch of activities for them. So we had like muddy pigs. So we literally just grabbed some dirt and made mud in one of our buckets on the inside of the house. And they'd clean off all the pigs and everything. And they had a good time with that. Obviously, we had the bounce house and stuff, which was very fun, too. And then we had Ben's pinata which he was so desperate to get, Mike. I think I had mentioned it on the show before that he really wanted this pinata for his birthday party. And we were very concerned that, well, what if, you know, the other kids want to hit it? Is he going to be able to handle that? Or, you know, what if somebody else breaks it? Or what if this or what if that? And we kind of went through a bunch of permeations in our head. It's like, do we just let Ben hit it every single time? And it's like, that wouldn't be fun for the other kids and everything. Yeah. So we kind of took turns and, Turns out Ben, I think, might be a future baseball player because he he took some real big chops at that thing. I, I was very impressed. And then, you know, Henry would go and Carson would go and then Liam would come up and we're like, Liam, listen, buddy, you know, like you're nine years old. I know you can crack this thing open in one swing. You're going to have to ease it back for us, at least for a few minutes. So he did. He was a good sport about it. And then after maybe three or four minutes, we're like, okay, this is dragging on long enough. Liam, go ahead and whack this thing. And sure enough, one hit, bust it wide open. And wouldn't you believe it, Mike, that Ben just burst into tears (laughs) at the result. (laughs) But we asked him later and it's like, you know, were you sad because you didn't get to break it open or whatever? And no, it turns out, Mike, he was sad that it broke open entirely oh of course he just enjoyed the hitting part so when it broke open that means you couldn't hit the thing anymore so you know maybe a lesson learned for future birthday parties or if you guys ever have a pinata at yours is try to figure out what they're really hoping to get out of the pinata is it the candy or is it just the experience you know now was he like properly informed that there was a ton of candy in this pinata or was it just like you break it open and there's a surprise I, I think we told him there was a lot of candy in it. I'm pretty sure. It, we, like, we told him the whole idea is like you're supposed to bust it open, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure if we specifically said, hey, there was going to be like Kit Kat bars and stuff falling out of this thing. But but yeah, it was made clear that there was a special surprise on the inside. Okay. Because if, if it was left up to chance, what could it be? He might be like, well, perhaps I like this llama better versus the... Oh, this gets chocolate inside. Well, let me bust this thing right open. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But anyway, Mike, I'm, I'm sure I have glazed over some aspects of the weekend and stuff, but it was very busy, but it was very good. The only thing I would recommend is that, you know, my child definitely has a very distinct social battery. So between sleepover and then morning at his grandparents and then the party, I think we need to cut out one of the three before the next birthday party because at the start of the party, he was just like, I just want to sit by myself and watch TV for a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, buddy, you can't do that. You know, you got to come over. But overall, it went really well. And I honestly I can't wait to do it next year. Thank you to my wife for planning it all. She had the whole theme and everything. And it was great. And then and Wes and I hung up the decorations in the morning. That's really all we contributed. So. Well, then, it sounds very much like the situation over here with <laughs> my wife doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it came to the planning. But mm-hmm. I did I did a lot of I wouldn't say I did the decorations, but I did all of the cleaning the day of cleaning. 
going right, into the right. party. It, it was as luck would have it. Laura and William got a bit of a cold while the birthday was coming up. So on the day of, they both were kind of really pooped. And it was like, okay, well, you guys relax and you, you know, hang out on the couch and, and just blush bluey all day. And then uh, I will do all the cleaning. And I was very happy to do it because, you know, my wife did so much planning on the on the other end of you know making sure everybody was coming and, and what food was getting ordered and all of that stuff so mm-hmm. i i had no issues with doing all of that cleaning even though i was very tired before the party even started <laughs> yeah yeah well that's just how it goes sometimes right yeah definitely but it was a spider-man themed party it was it was funny it was my my other nephew or what well i shouldn't say my other nephew but one of my two nephews his birthday is next weekend and what ended up happening was Laura went to Toys R Us to grab his present and she saw like a whole bunch of Spider-Man decorations. And she's like, well, that's the theme. That's the theme for for William's birthday is all of these, all the Spider-Man stuff. So she just brought that home and and we made it all, all the Spider-Man decorations for everybody. Didn't buy enough plates, as it turned out. We, we made it through dinner, but then there was no plates for dessert. We had oh, to actually, no. Like, yeah, so we actually had to start dishing out like actual plates to people. And, and it was really funny because every so often you get like the, the grandparent that was like, no, I'll be easy. And they just scraped like the tomato sauce from the pizza they had for dinner off their plate. And we're like, put the cake on this plate. And it's like, <laughs> that's disgusting, Grandma. Yeah, I'm sure that will go well with everything else but anyway yeah no it was uh we spider-man themed i realized that i don't have any spider-man shirts anymore and i wore my venom one of my two venom shirts okay so i was on theme but not quite on theme Mm. the only other people who dressed on theme were under the age of seven (laughs) so (laughs) i guess no one got the memo i don't know yeah so we uh we had just the family over and and it was just the immediate family so it was my parents laura's parents my brother his wife their kids laura's sister her fiance and there are no kids and no it was a it was a really good time it was really interesting because it was the first time in a long time that both of our families were together you know, like we we hadn't really had an occasion for everybody to be together at once. So it was very interesting watching like the family dynamic of who was talking with each other. Like, I, I mean, I've seen my parents and Laura's parents. They talk, right? Especially my dad and Laura's dad. Oh, my God. My dad and Laura's dad. Like if, as soon as, if they're in a room together, good luck talking to either of them for the rest of the night. Right, right. But it was very interesting to see my brother spent most of the evening talking to my sister-in-law, which was like, really? I feel like if anyone would have not had anything in common, it would have been like the 28-year-old girl and the 40-year-old man. But <laughs> but they, they had a great time chatting all night. So Well, they were, they were talking about you, Mike, just so you know that's what. Clearly, they're they're <laughs> making fun of me. That makes that's the only thing that really makes sense. But it was it was good. Like, um, oh, sorry, my grandmother was also there too to round out the the crew, and uh, and we just had pizza, and and William got his presents, and there was some planning that went into the presents, not planning into the opening of the presents. So there was a few, you know, oh, we opened this first. Well, that needs to be opened now. Well, no, let's let's yeah, get something yeah. else instead. And yeah, so we we did save one thing to last. And it turns out it wasn't the biggest hit out of all of the presents. But what Laura and I got him was, and this was Laura, again, really doing a great job on being on top of things. We've been watching a lot of Bluey, like a lot of Bluey. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's like the best show for children ever made. Like, I don't know. what, What is this? Like, 
it's 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 like a show for us that children also happen to enjoy <laughs> you know oh, like, okay I, i've yeah. never watched it i've never it's, even heard of it up until well, this okay point. watch bluey it's on disney plus it's australian dogs there it's a it's a show about family it's, it's it's but they're all dogs that's the only thing and it's like it's literally like what it's like to have kids in a cartoon form it's it's very entertaining Okay. And at the same time, it's also very sweet, very thoughtful. Like there's some really sweet, like Laura's cried watching the show like five times now because like of just th- some of the episodes just really do a great job of, of uh, tugging at your heartstrings. And then there's some episodes that are just like ridiculous and super funny because it's all like the guy who wrote it was basically like, you know, you watch kids shows and you see, for example, like, oh, I broke daddy's mug. Well, let's make a new mug for daddy. And then daddy comes in and he sees the fixed mug and he's like, oh, well, you didn't need to make me a new mug. It was all you really needed to do was be my son, you know, something like that. Like, that's right, the kind of garbage right. you normally get. But but Bluey is like, I broke your mug. Bye, daddy. Bye. And then the dad's like, what? You know, like, <laughs> it's 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 like that. You know, it's it's there's lessons to be learned, but it's it's more based on like this is what would actually have happened. And right, okay. it's, it's I, I recommend it. It's very funny. It's very cute. And William's pretty obsessed with it. We haven't watched Blippi in weeks. And it's because we keep watching Bluey instead. And mm-hmm. I'm much happier with that because I enjoy Bluey way more than I enjoyed Blippi. That's for sure. Oh, but, well, that's good then, Mike. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that you enjoy it. You know, that's the important thing. It is. Well, Laura and I watch episodes after William goes to bed. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a good show. Like, it's we want to watch all of the episodes. And William is like, I want to watch, you know, because as you do, you're a child, you want to watch the same episodes over and over. So, like, we'll watch one new one and then one of the old ones over and over again. Like, there's one where there's like a dream sequence with planets. It's his favorite. We watch it over and over and over again. It's very good. It's, the episode is called Sleepy Time, if anyone wanted to look it up. So he watches that one like over and over and over again. So he goes to bed and I'm like, well, let's watch out the next like five episodes because, you know, we're, we're one, we're waiting for him to go to sleep and they're really good. We want to watch them. So we can't watch them because William just wants to keep watching the same ones over and over again. So we just bust them out when he's asleep and watch them. <laughs> they're only like seven minutes long each. So they, sure, it's, not yeah. like, it's not a huge time sink, but yeah, it's all, it's very funny and, and very cute. And they deal with some pretty like, I don't want to say heavy, but like, they focus on topics that you wouldn't normally see in a kid's show. Like there's an episode that's called early baby and it's like about a premature baby. Okay. But it's not in done in the sense of like, Oh look, here's a premature. It's it's the kids are playing at school and one of the kids wants to play early baby because that's what happened with her sister. And it's like the kids like, okay, and we're playing doctor. Okay, I'm the doctor. We're going to have that baby. No, tell me that the baby is too early. Oh, okay. The baby's too early. And then like they continue to play. And and then it's like, oh, well, now what do we do? Well, the baby has to go into a, a, a big box so that it can sleep. You know, the what would really happen with a premature baby? But they just keep calling it early baby. It's treated, you know, very childlike and, you know, whimsical. But it's, you know, a serious topic that they mm-hmm. they tackle in a seven minute cartoon of dogs. <laughs> you know, so but anyway, the I'm before I go on too much of a tangent about Bluey, because it's a great show and everyone should watch it. We got him this like a bunch of Bluey toys like they have. They just came to Canada and we got lucky because now you can't get them anywhere. They're all sold out. So we have Bluey. But the funny that's this is the funny thing is every pack of the toys comes with Bluey in it. We have four Blueys. We have four Blueys. 
<laughs> well, it's good. One for every area of the house, right? Yeah. And so we have, because we have, there's a bluey that comes with the house because we bought the house. And then there is his uh, aunt and uncles bought him bluey at the playground. And then there's, oh, what's the other one? Bluey and his friends. So it's like a bunch of Bluey's friends from school. And then there is one pack that we got in like a gift exchange. Laura does like a Reddit gift exchange with like other moms. And they got us Bluey and Bingo as chefs. Bingo is Bluey's younger sister. And we actually figured out based on the fact that the Planet episode that William likes to watch over and over again focuses on Bingo, that Bingo is actually his favorite character on Bluey, not Bluey herself. Oh, okay. He loves Bingo. So we we actually also got him for his actual, on his actual birthday, we gave him a, a stuffed Bluey. And now we have to figure out, we have to find a stuffed Bingo now. And of course, since we bought all this stuff, the merchandise has exploded in popularity and you can't find like anything now. So we, we have to put out the feelers to the family and be like, look, we need to find this this Bingo plushie for, for him for Christmas. So, mm-hmm. But the big winner was a basketball hoop. Oh, nice. Like one of those little like Fisher-Price plastic ones? Well, it's an officially licensed NBA basketball hoop. Okay. I thought Laura was going to throw it at the window while she was trying to put it together. Okay. It was very complicated. Actually, it was it was it was very it was a very sad moment because Laura got angry at the basketball net. And well, because you're trying to put it together and it's not going together, right? Like the screws are falling out. And she was just like, ah, this thing like got, you know, got mad. And William, who's really excited to play at the basketball mat, is standing there and he's all like, oh, and like ran away. And like, I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? And he's like, mommy yelled at me. And I'm like, no, mommy wasn't yelling at you. She was yelling at the the stupid basketball net. We had to like explain (laughs) to him like when you yell at things in frustration. That's right. Yes. Mommy was mad at the inanimate object. Yeah. She was not mad at you. She just had to vent her frustration at this thing that we've been putting together for you. And also the other fun fact too, is the basketball net was supposed to come with a inflatable basketball. Well, it was missing the pin that goes into the ball that you use the air pump with. So now we can't blow up the ball. So we've just been using one of his already existing balls to play basketball. Okay. But he's loving it. He, he's playing the basketball constantly. Like he's always playing. He calls it basket. I don't know why he just calls it basket. (laughs) He's like, I have to play basket. I have to play basket. Yeah, I'd say with all of it, I don't know if, how, if you're experiencing it this way, but William is at the point where like he got so many toys for his birthday that he cannot spend more than five minutes with a toy. You know, he's got to be like, oh, I have this toy. Let's play with this for five minutes. Oh, now I want to play with the kinetic sand I got for my birthday. Yay, this is fun. Oh, I'm going to go play with Bluey. Oh, OK, maybe now I'll go play with the Hot Wheels that I got. Oh, now I'm going to go play basketball again. Now I'm going to go play with Bluey again. Now I'm going to play with the basketball. That I got. Like it, it's it's that constantly right okay yeah so i would say needless to say he had a he had a really fun birthday he had a great time his cousins like he liked running around with his cousins his uh his cousins got a little too grabby with the balloons like they were like like making like screeching noises and everybody was like oh my god tell these kids to stop with like because they were like (laughs) you know grabbing the balloons and going like like rubbing them and everything that sound so bad yeah yeah but all in all, all in all, it was a good time. Everybody came and uh, ate pizza and cake, and, and it was a good time was had by all. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's nice when the birthday parties go off successfully. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it could be it could be a lot worse if, if they don't go off successfully. <laughs> you know? No, that's right. 
Yeah. Well, and I, I understand that when they're four years old, they get over a lot of like the present stuff a little bit. You know, they like they they start learning to fake like, oh, this T-shirt combo that you got me. This is just as great as this, you know, awesome toy over here. You know, like they're they're much more uh, rational in that way. That's what oh, I've fun. been told from my other parent friends. So fun, fun. Well, yeah. we'll have to look forward to that next year, mm-hmm. which will be here so fast. I know it's hard to believe, eh? They grow up so fast, which also means that these, this podcast is over three years old. We didn't talk about it. It was our birthday not too long ago. Did we not? No, I guess we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Happy us as Happy birthday, well. yeah. our podcast. We did it. Three yeah. years. <laughs> uh, but with that, we should also talk about some of the fun happenings that are going on in the world. And speaking of fun happenings, I wanted to start with a really fun one is I don't know if you remember we talked about on the show a while back. That uh, Dbrand, the skin making company, they make skins for phones and decals for like laptops and stuff. They made black face plates for the PlayStation 5. And they were very funny about the whole thing because somebody else had made plates at one point and they had received a cease and desist notice from PlayStation. Well, then after that happened, they made their own and their and Dbrand's like catchphrase was like, sue us, Sony. Well, they did. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's right. Yeah, they got that cease and desist letter in the mail the other day. Yes. So Dbrand took to Reddit and they're also on their website to t- tell everybody that they would no longer be selling dark plates because they received a cease and desist order from Sony. They did it in the way that only they can. Because I, I remember when when they because they they were doing it to do skins first before they did the plates. And I don't know if you remember this, but they were like, we're not going to sell skins because you guys are too stupid to apply them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, I believe we've we've declared on this show that Dbrand is our favorite uh, company out there right now. It was kind of a, a unilateral decision, I believe, by myself. But uh, right. <laughs> but yes, no, I, I do. I do love their their way of doing it. And their letter that they wrote to the, the Sony team was quite entertaining as well about uh, a lot of what about isms, uh, you know, where they were highlighting stuff like the squid games which very clearly has the only the triangle circle square you know symbols and stuff on all the characters in that show and yeah and then there i don't know if you follow their their subreddit at all but there's a lot of people posting stuff like well my children are playing with these shapes i hope they don't get sued by sony as well and they got the oh, triangle shapes and stuff yeah i did see i did see that people were like nintendo the most litigious video game company in the world didn't sue them over the animal crossing ripoff dock that they made <laughs> what how did sony sue them for this yeah. but but apparently they they said that they you know they didn't want to step on Sony's toes if there was a patent. And at the time, there wasn't a patent, but now there is a patent. So they won't be making the dark plates anymore. Mm-hmm. And then two days went by, and they're like, surprise, we have these, and they're better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was actually a today they released a, the dark plates 2.0 that are visually and functionally distinct enough that there is no way that Sony can sue them this time around. Yes, yes. And and I mean I and I know Mike you're the you're the big PlayStation guy. But I think these ones actually look better than the actual plates that come with the thing. <laughs> the only thing that I don't like about them and but they make a good point about it is I don't like the big open vent. 
You know, like I think that because that's what they did to make it differentiate. And then I also love that the notes that they made about it. Like, hey, everybody, I don't know if you know this, but putting a giant fan behind like three inches of plastic doesn't help with ventilation at all. That's right. Yeah. So so we've put vents in the side of our plates so that, that the air can come out. And I mean, like I liked the more solid look myself. I will tell you what they did get me with because because this time the dark plates, the original dark plates were only available in black. Well, mm-hmm. this time they've gone above and beyond and there are now three colors, quote unquote, and they are black white for people who are like because because this is what they said we don't understand why people liked the original white abominations but for those people here you go here's white (laughs) yeah and then the other one that they did was because of the shades of gray of their legal argument they are making gray face plates as well but they are also a very specific shade of gray that matches the first original version of a certain console that will not be named from the 90s (laughs) (laughs) and i actually i do really like the gray look on it. i like the gray too it looks looks very nice it if if they had done the dark, the original dark plates in the gray, I might have bought them. I might have bought them. <laughs> well, well, now you can buy these ones, Mike. Instead, I, I guess it'll fit it's, better it's, underneath your underneath your TV. You know, yeah, it'll give me like an extra half an inch of, of clearance space because I won't have those big wings. <laughs> yeah, because that's, right. that's that's part of the things that they did to differentiate the device. Is it now or the the the, the plates? Is they they hug closer to the shape of the design now instead of this kind of frilled collar thing that the original plates had it kind of just shapes there's that curve there it kind of continues along that curve Mm -hmm. and follows it but yeah yes that's right and then they also surprise released their colored light strips and I, I really like their saying on that, that we're pretty sure Sony isn't going to claim that they own lines. Yes. <laughs> so they're yes. probably good with this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I have seen those because other companies have made those as well. Like, yeah. basically what it is, is they, it's not like you're replacing the LED in the in the console. You're literally just putting a colored strip over it to slightly change the whatever color is coming yeah, out. Yeah, of you're it. tinting it, basically. Yeah. yeah. But but the thing that is that it, 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 that makes sense is when you're running the console, the light runs white, but when you're turning it on, it's blue. And when it's off, it's orange. So you have to kind of keep that in mind when you're, you're picking out your colors because you know, what might look great with the white might look really gross. I don't know with, with the, the orange or the blue. I don't know. Cause I guess if you did red, that red would probably look pretty sharp, but it would also look very purple when the console turns on. You know, maybe maybe purple isn't the color you want. It's something to think about. It's something to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Mike. Very good point. But yes, it, it is definitely worth a look. You know, go online and search the D brand dark plates, and their their Reddit posts are just amazing, and it gives you a really great taste of what it's like. I guess what the D brand brand is like, and I enjoyed it so much, Mike, that I went on their website and I checked out career opportunities with them. <laughs> <laughs> and they had an IT job, but it had to be on site. And I don't want to drive to the airport every day. That's right, right. Well, yeah, because they're where are they? They're outside of it's Mississauga. They're they're basically at Pearson Airport. Yeah, like five minutes away. Okay. When you said to drive out to the airport, I'm like, they're not that far away. <laughs> like, I knew I knew it was Ontario, but that's right. If it was Hamilton Airport, I would be that application would have been sent already. Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. 
Too funny. Too funny. We'll see if Dark Plates 3.0 come out. And if they're just like a giant <laughs> middle finger or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's right. Uh, they, they, one of the things that they, that they said is their assumption is, because now that they've patented these plates, is it likely what's going to happen soon is they're going to start rolling out PlayStations that have different plates. So the special edition PlayStation, because that's something that's always happened is they, I think, especially since no, two PS2 had them as well. Is they have these special edition ones that are different colors and or or have decals on them, like the God of War one that has the axe on it, or the Spider Man one that has the web the the spider on it, things like that. So the the thought process is if that they're going to start launching consoles once I guess they have enough of them. Oh, it's the the Horizon Forbidden West console and it comes with face plates that look like a robot or something like that you know well yeah i would suspect that they'll probably even just take it one step further and they'll have these face plates available to purchase you know exactly what dbrand was doing except direct from sony right where yeah. you can buy you can either buy the special edition console or here just buy the damn face plate and you can do what you want yeah Something along those lines. You know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, I'm assuming that's what it was because they stopped dbrand. They obviously, they stopped that other company that we talked about very early on in the PS5 launch to like, I don't think it's any surprise that they're going to market this, right? So, yep, eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, there's, there's still plenty of PS5s out there in the wild. I don't know if you saw that PlayStation 5 in North America overtook the Switch as the, the best selling console for the first time in like three years. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was the best-selling console for the month, every month, for three years straight. And now PS5 has broken the streak. I guess there's enough of them out there in the world for people <laughs> yeah, to buy. I was going to say, after, after three years, I would hope that somebody would come up and, and take the mantle, right? Well, I don't know if you saw the the video that was... A, there's a TikTok going around of a warehouse at Walmart. And it says, uh, this is why none of you all can find PS5s walmart's hoarding them and it was like a warehouse and there were thousands of them like just oh, really? a shelf just covered in them and people are like walmart what are you doing why are you sitting on these people are freaking out i i saw that like maybe like an hour and a half ago so oh, i didn't damn. get too much okay. time to uh to look into it and see if walmart's like doing any damage control but it was <laughs> this 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 warehouse with just hundreds of, of ps5 sitting on a shelf uh, in in this massive warehouse. That's right. If we needed any other reason to not like Walmart, you know, there's another one for you. Speaking of all the PS5 stuff, have you seen that Best Buy um, membership thing they're offering? No. Is is it, basically, you can pay like $200 a year. And uh, the terminology is going to be way off here, but you can become like a Best Buy insider, you know, something like that. Uh, and by being an insider, you get like discounts on, you know, games or various electronics or whatever. But then you also get exclusive access to certain, you know, hardware products. And one of those products is the PS5. Really? So rather than having to be, you know, one of those plebes who have to like line up in front of the store to get it, you can kind of you get early access to this kind of stuff. So I think people are a little bit upset about it, but at the same time, it's like, well, if this gets it for me, then I is, you know, it's not the worst idea in the world. It's interesting to see what everybody is doing with their PlayStations and like everybody, everyone is angry because most companies that sell them only sell them online. It's actually really rare to hear about people going to stores and buying them off the shelf. But so most of the people are selling them online and most people are selling them in bundles. Where it's like, oh, yeah, you have to buy a second controller and one game with it. Like, you can't yes. buy it unless you do that. 
and people are pretty pissed about that. I've seen stuff like you can't buy. I think it's Costco. Costco, you can't buy it unless you buy a TV with it or something like that. <laughs> like it's insane. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, but it's funny because now now I've started to think about it because I I use my PS5 constantly. Like it's not like every day that I can use it, but I still use it all the time. So I'm happy. I'm very happy that I have it. And part of me is like, man, if I hadn't got it that one day, if Nikolai hadn't messaged me out of the blue while I was like, I'm pretty sure I was editing the podcast and he messaged me and was like, it's up live at Best Buy. Go, 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 go. Would I have got one? Would I, st- would I have one now? You know, like mm-hmm. I have no idea. Almost a year later, like, cause I see online all the time. I see things where it's like, you know, hey, we're selling them today. And then it's like, oh, they were, what time were they selling it at? 11? It's 11.01? It's sold out. Like, you know, like still. It, so I, I'm curious if I, maybe, maybe as an experiment, I should buy a second one. And <laughs> <laughs> now you can't join the dark side, Mike, and flip that thing. No, that just wouldn't be you. No, man. no, it wouldn't be me. I would just buy it and put it in a different room. <laughs> oh, yeah, have, just to have a second one. Look just at to you, have a you second baller. one. God, yeah, yeah. The- Swimming in it. No, it's actually funny is <laughs> they, I feel like they're so rare. Like I, I know a few people who have them, but for mm-hmm. some reason, I still feel like they're so rare that I was walking through the neighborhood with William one day and I looked over and there was a guy with his in his garage and I could see the box and I was like, oh, shit. That guy's got a PS5. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you have a PS5, stupid. Like, it's yeah. like, it's not some exclusive thing that that it's well, I mean, I guess it is. It's, it's it, it something is, that's hard to find. Know? So I was going to say, like, I, I don't ever remember any sort of console release like this where a, literally a year later, it's as if it just was released last week. You know, like the rarity is still there and everything, but I don't. I I feel like the bundling thing. Going back to that, I feel like it's it's borderline predatory. You know, like we know you you assholes are gonna buy this anyway, so you might as well. We're gonna top it up with all these extra add-ons or like that. Because like with the computer graphics cards stuff, they're doing the same thing. It's like, well, here we have a you know Nvidia thirty eighty, but you got to buy a power supply with it, or you got to buy a motherboard with it, and it's just like. You know, you debate buying it because it's probably cheaper to buy it and throw those other things away than, than it is to try to find one off of eBay or off of, uh, you know, some sort of secondary reseller site. Right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of secondary resellers, did you see the new thing that they're scalping like crazy already? No. The Xbox Series X mini fridge. Oh, yeah. I heard about this mini fridge. The perfect the perfect addition to any gamer's man cave. Yes, so the Xbox Series X, they everyone joked when they announced it that it looked like a mini fridge. So they ran with the joke and they said they were in some advertising campaign like Twitter fight where it was like Twitter's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, who's the best advertiser on on like who's got the best social media account on Twitter?" And it came down to like M&Ms. It was like M&Ms versus Xbox. And Xbox put out a tweet that was like, "If we win this poll and and we win this award, We'll make the fridge. We promise. And they won. <laughs> they won like like barely. Apparently, yeah. they still they still won. And they're they're following through and they're they're making these fridges. And today was when they first went on sale in uh, Target because I think Target is the exclusive retailer in the United States. Mm-hmm. And you you can't order them in Canada yet. And Xbox I think is selling them through their own store. There's like an Xbox Gear store or something in Canada. But I was I was reading that yeah they it they got scalped within like five minutes and and there are 
there are like pictures from screen caps from like Discord channels of bots like announcing it's like a, a like a bot protocol it's like bot bought this fridge this fridge this fridge this fridge you know like here's all the order numbers blah 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 and and the the fridge which they're selling for a hundred dollars is already up as confirmed pre-orders that you can buy on ebay for 300 bucks or more yeah yeah it's bullshit it, it, it's but i mean that this i want to talk about two things here I think that these retailers are going to need to rethink their online sales. Well, sorry, no. I guess, I guess they don't need to because it's sold. They don't care who they sell it to necessarily. Mm-hmm. But what your your point with the whole bot thing is? Is that's almost the only way you can buy anything now online? That's just like vaguely hot, you know. So if you want to buy the Xbox, you want to buy the PlayStation, you want to buy these graphics cards, you want to buy concert tickets, you know. Like this is the only way you can do it is have your script running, constantly checking these sites, and then the second they're available, it buys it all up because that's what everybody else is doing, right? Like, I really hope that these guys, you know, maybe have like a uh, an ethical, like, enlightenment moment or something and, you know, try to find a way that they can stop the botting, you know, limit it to one or limit it to like a, you can buy one thing every 10 minutes or something like that, right? Uh, my favorite was I saw somebody posting on Twitter that was like eBay shouldn't allow you to be able to buy something that isn't released yet, mm-hmm. and and somebody else pointed out they're like, well that's what this store did. they bought it from is doing <laughs> like that's not illegal why would eBay be it would be illegal for eBay to do it no exactly but I I hate I hate this flip culture thing too I think I've ranted about it I'm sure on this show before like. All it does is it just makes it cost more money for the people who actually want the thing, you know? Yeah. Like I saw, it was really funny is because I follow a lot of people who are like, like toy collectors online as well. And it was like, they were talking about, there's this thing that's like, um, oh, it's like Hasbro Central or something where they do all these like special release, special transformers and all sorts of stuff. Like some examples of some stuff that they've done is they did a, a two pack of transformers like transformers has been doing all this this crossover series where they like make transformers based on like well-known properties they did they they did a back to future delorean uh transformer they did a ghostbusters ecto-1 transformer they did a jurassic park t-rex and jeep transformer (laughs) the t-rex and the jeep were both transformers Uh uh-huh stuff like that and uh, somebody wrote on twitter and i and i read this and it was like uh hasbro central you have 15 minutes to decide if you want to buy it now or triple the price when it comes out in in three years or something yeah no kidding i I don't know i i I hate it i absolutely hate it i don't know what the solution is though that's the only problem you know i I wish i had an answer or something i'm sure i'd become a billionaire if i could figure it out but uh, yeah but uh, I, as far as the fridge goes, I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, I, I think I I can imagine Mike if it had a PS Five logo slapped on it, there'd be one behind you right now. You know, like oh, I mean, I got stickers. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, slap just over cover up X. the X. Yeah, that's Done. right. Get some of those D brand light strips to cover up the green or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see why you wouldn't do it. You know, they've done that stuff before. I I know you're not a music guy, but I like guitars and all that type of stuff. And they've got a Marshall amp mini fridge that literally looks like an amp, except you open it up and it's a fridge inside. And I was like, 
this is badass. This is awesome for like a little recording studio or whatever. And I could see the same thing with with gaming stuff, right? Like, why not yeah. have it? We all need our Mountain Dew at arm's reach, you know, <laughs> or Rockstar energy drinks. Yeah. Or <laughs> what's what are all the other ones? G Fuel, Red Bull, yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever the gamer drink of choice is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's funny because out of the all the things that we just talked about there, the D brand thing was the only thing that we talked about <laughs> in advance as being a thing on the show. But here we are. Sometimes you just get into a good conversation and it flows. That's right. It's natural this way, right? That's right. That's right. But speaking of hot ticket items that might sell out fast, there was a whole bunch of Apple events. Well, not a whole bunch of events, but a whole bunch of products announced at a recent Apple event that might be a scalper's dream. Well, if the scalpers have a lot of money, then absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is the the second fall event uh, that Apple hosted. And really, it was only focused on two things i guess there was three but there's two main things they released the third generation airpods let me sum it up for you it's the airpod pros without the little rubber nipple on the end which for people like me i love that because i hate those those in-ear earbuds that have the little rubber thing on it drives my ears crazy so this is fantastic news for me other than that that's (laughs) you know that's what it is but the big news was is the big re-release of the macbook pro lineup so they released the new M1 chips, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, kind of silly naming aside, these things do look to be like pretty beastly processors or I guess system on a chip, SOC chips. But yeah, so they released the new MacBooks uh, in a 14-inch model and a 16-inch model. I won't necessarily get into all the details, Mike. I mean, you can go online and I'm sure everybody is covering it. But like they've got a nicer screen and they're faster devices and their their big thing, Mike, is... They finally actually listened to the people who use these devices and they added all the ports back on the side of the laptop that they had ripped away from them, you know, in the 2017 or 2016 refresh. So that's all back and they got rid of the touch bar thing that went across the top that replaced like the function keys and everything. So that's gone back to the way it was. So honestly, I can see this being Apple's like best selling laptop ever. Like I think all the people who've been holding out will buy new ones. They are expensive. I believe it's like $2,000 US for the 14-inch to start and $2,500 for the, for the 16. But it goes all the way up to like you can spend like $4,000 on these things if you really wanted to. Oof. So it's, uh, it's a lot of money. It's yeah. a ton of money. No kidding. Now, I mean, performance-wise and stuff, you're you're getting you're getting your money's worth. But to spend that much money on one thing, like as an example, the MacBook, the 16-inch one, can power four 4K external screens, which is insane. Like that, I, as a computer guy, that's insane that I can push that much stuff, and it's a laptop. Like it's it's very impressive. Yeah, you're definitely getting something powerful. But I hope you got deep pockets, Mike. No kidding. But one thing you didn't mention, Chris, Mm -hmm. is another new feature that one might say is the most controversial feature added to the new MacBooks, (laughs) and that is the notch. They've added a notch. The notch on the screen. Yeah, I've seen a lot of drama over this. I fall into the camp of, yeah, I don't know why they would have done it, but it doesn't bother me because what they've done is, is they've 
made this screen completely full size. So it's like a three and a half millimeter bezel around the whole thing with a notch at the top. And basically the notch just eats into like the, if you're looking at like a Windows machine, it eats into the taskbar at the bottom. So it's not like taking up space or anything like that. But I can understand why people are a little bit miffed about it. But in my opinion, I'd rather just have the extra space, you know? Well, the funny thing is, is because people could kept comparing it to the notch that they have on their phones, because obviously mm-hmm. Apple's been putting notches on their phones for a few years now. They were the originator yeah. of the notch. And everybody has some people copied and some people innovated in different ways with their you know hole punches and such. Yeah. But uh, but Apple has, has stuck with the notch of of different sizes. And one of the things that I saw someone write was like one of the main reasons that it has the notch on the phone is so that it can contain the face ID stuff. And this doesn't have it. So what did they put a notch on the laptop for? <laughs> because they've taken that feature out of it now. Because Face ID used to be in MacBooks, and now it's it's not. I don't think it was ever in MacBooks. Oh, sorry. I, no. I must have misread something. I, I meant to do... I meant to do way more research on this, but <laughs> I, I took a the it, the the event happened while I was on a sick day, and then it was catch up time, and I just never got around to reading. Yeah, everything. and I didn't want to overload you with details, Mike. I know these are not your favorite topics to talk about, but I mean, in my opinion, it's it's there because guess what, Mike? The twenty twenty two model will almost certainly have Face ID in it. You know, they they've just they've built the template now now they're going to fill in the gaps you know with the the later models so they can look like they're innovating and that kind of thing but uh, but yeah i i can i understand i get it they could probably made the notch just a little smaller because <laughs> it is it is big and it is noticeable and stuff but i imagine if you're watching movies and stuff you're not going to notice because you know your aspect ratio won't cover it up i think the only real unknown is if you run your programs in full screen mode because macs handle their full screen mode differently than windows does like it literally is full screen as opposed to just filling the screen right so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to buy one. I don't I don't have that kind of money. But oh, they have 120 hertz monitors finally now, too. No fancy Apple's fun. Dropped on board. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like all the technology that's in their tablets and stuff now or is in the laptop. Like they're fine. The, the, the lines are getting so tightly uh, connected because they all have the same processors, which, you know, can maybe lead to some interesting stuff going down the line. Yeah, the next MacBook is going to be two iPads glued together. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> not not like hinged, just glued together. <laughs> just glued, yeah. <laughs> you can't even open it. It just comes in this triangle format. Well, yeah. no, you, 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 still, you still open it, but it's just like the rubber on the, like you know, like it just, it still flaps open or whatever. Uh, like there's okay, like, okay. There's like a slip of paper over it or something. So <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's all we did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's kind of it. Unless there was some other Apple thing you wanted to talk about, Mike. It, it was uh, it was very focused this year. Very yeah. focused on just like the the chips and the MacBook, really. Well, folks, speaking of focused presentations, it was also a very focused presentation about the Pixel Six and the Pixel Six Pro today. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and let me tell you, not much registered with me because I was just. As I said, I was busy, so <laughs> I don't got too much to talk about. <laughs> and you added this item to our list. You know. I did. I thought it would be an interesting thing to talk about. Like, if I, I've I've read a few things where it was like they've added some some interesting features. Like they've they've added a, some really like the Tenzin chips or whatever they're calling them. Tenzin 
is whatever the new chip in, in the Pixel devices is. And they're supposed to be very powerful. And some examples that they gave is that it's the most powerful like word detection that they've ever had. So like, obviously there's all things what you see things like Google translate where you speak and then it, it, it speaks back at you and things like that. Apparently right. it's, it's way better at this. Now, an example that they gave is the guy was texting his sister-in-law who's Japanese and doesn't speak very good English. And he would just say in the text, just, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it just translated it into Japanese for her right then and there without him needing to go into another app, say, blah, blah, you know, say what he needed to say cut and paste the information it just does it in app and they're incorporating that feature into a whole bunch of other devices like uh or not devices but apps like whatsapp and, and facebook and, and mm -hmm. things like that and also they have, they said that they're they're they had a new because they, they obviously they do a lot with the camera google has all been very good with their cameras if there's one thing that you can say about google devices they always have pretty good cameras and they've done a whole bunch of new things with blurring technology where like like algorithms and stuff can can detect things like per, an example of like they gave was somebody standing in front of a subway and it took a photo of the subway you know driving by as somebody was standing there and they purposely blurred the subway more to make it a more interesting photo Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And and then they would do, or or there was p uh, two people in front of a Ferris wheel at night and it, it blurred the Ferris wheel so that it, it looked, you know, like a very stylized photo. And also they, it, it, they have really good technology that they've created for if you're trying to take an action shot and it's like the example they gave was a kid on a trampoline. It was like, look at this picture. This kid's face is super blurry. Well, look what look what Google did with it. And it's like, boop. And it's it's fixed because what it's doing is it's taking two photos at the same time. And the one photo is a much better still photograph. And they use information from that other photograph and they incorporate it into the blurry photograph to kind of make it like the super photo. Right. Yeah. Blend them all in together. Yeah. That's what I was reading about these, the tensor tensor processors is what it is oh it's yeah like tensor tensor yeah, is that, a character from a show i like yeah yeah tensor <laughs> um yeah because this is google's own silicone they've developed it just like apple developed their m1s and whatever but yeah it's like a real focus on the machine learning side of things which is you know your the photo example that you've been giving and the the voice recognition stuff and they say it's you know while they're focusing on that element of it which i think is fairly unique in in sort of the processor world right now they say as far as like specs go it's it's very comparable, like the Snapdragon chips that are very prominent in all Android phones and stuff out there. Yeah, but there was like some little neat things that they showed off that it can do. Like one thing that they showed is it's like a magic eraser where mm -hmm. like say you take a photo of yourself on a bridge and then there's like a seagull in the background, like going like, ah, you know, like this ugly ass <laughs> seagull. So this ruins the picture. Otherwise, the picture is a very nice picture. You can like touch the seagull and it will erase it from the photo <laughs> and, and they they showed a whole bunch of examples of that, of like people like touching cars and the cars being erased and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's like Photoshop in the phone. Like, yeah. Sorry, like brainless Photoshop, just me no like this. And it's just, yeah. okay, oh, let me get rid of it for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, one thing that was really neat was they had, as, as a person, as giving an example of how it could work, it was a, a woman who is a uh, set designer kind of a thing for, like she's like a location scout for like movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And as an example, she's like, well, I have to like give, you know, location photos and be like, imagine it this way, you know, like 
think of it. Don't look at these cars. It's supposed to be the fifties. And I know these are like 2008 Camrys or something, you know, like it's supposed to be the fifties. Well, what she said is she, I just erased that. And, and then bam, you know, you don't need to think about what it could look like. There it is. It doesn't yeah. have that information in it. And another uh, going back to the, the speech stuff that they showed, um, the, one of the things that they showed was texting and, and, and how like smarter it is at figuring out things. And he said like, Hey, let's go to Catherine's house. And the phone would look at your contacts and be like, Oh, well he, he knows a Catherine with a K is it that Catherine or the other Catherine? And it would, it gave the C Catherine and then he touched it. Cause you know, how you touch words and it does the autocorrect or whatever it sure, is. On yeah. Them, right. Yeah. When he touched it, the, uh, the option that came up was Catherine with a K instead of, you know, whatever, cause they, they, they made a point of this as well is it's trying to figure out words that are close by each other, not like the normal predictive text kind of a thing. Mm. Cause normally when you touch your phone and it says, you know, here's a here's the word we think you meant to say it's usually based on the letters on the keyboard that are around it so yeah. like you know uh, I, i'm trying to remember the example they gave say cathedral it, cathedral would likely be the autocorrect suggestion if you wrote catherine but in this case because it's like oh it's going on a speaking basis you probably wanted catherine with a k not cathedral or something mm-hmm. like that yeah it's more like context aware so. Yeah. And then they continued the, the conversation and he said Catherine's name again. And it was the correct Catherine. It didn't need to be fixed anymore because it knew in context that it was continuing on. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting. Some other things that they showed off that were interesting, but just, you know, you don't need to go in too much detail on was they also showed uh, that the camera is much better at recognizing other skin tones in, in most phones. It's kind of the default is it's white people. And, you know, f- you take a picture of your black friend or your black friend takes a photo of themselves and they look washed out or, you know, some of the highlights are are gone, things like that. They've purposely gone in and, and brought in people to look at that. And so now it's a more naturalistic tone if, if those are the kind of skin tones you have when you're taking photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, it is cool stuff going back to the the photos and stuff now do you does it bother you in any way that you know maybe like in a couple of years like every photo that you ever see is not necessarily like the real photo does that you know is there any part of you that's like eh, i don't i don't really like that you know i i feel like there probably should have been a seagull there or why are you the <laughs> only person on this bridge you know like is is there any element of that it's like i don't i just I want the natural photo or something, or does it bother you or does it not bother you at all? It's, it's funny because it, I didn't even think of it that way. I thought of it in the sense of, oh, people are going to abuse this. And, <laughs> you know, like, 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 think about it, like take a photo of something bad, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, this is what was happening. Well, here's the photo. I don't see that. You know, yeah, like well, somebody that's, that's magically what I mean, erased right? it. It's, yeah. You can hide the person getting robbed in the background or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, like somebody was wearing an inoffensive or offensive T-shirt. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Here's the photo. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there's timestamps on all of these things and it keeps like the originals in the background and, and you can look it up if you need to. I don't know. Maybe, but. Yeah. But like, even like with the whole deep fake thing, is, is, is there going to be a point where photos and videos are just not good proof of stuff anymore? Right. Because they're so easy to manipulate. Yeah. So, yeah. The 21st century is scary as hell. Yeah. And on that spooky note, Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about the terror of the 21st century and what technology is going to do in, uh, and try to sleep tonight. You know? <laughs> I, I will sleep like a baby because I'm a parent <laughs> and I'm tired all the time. Uh, there you go. There you go. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Timers, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Timers, Full-Timedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds ft dads we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next week i am mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again as soon Really changing it up there, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm just blowing it. I'm trying to not. I'm trying to not rely on reading it as much as I can. Oh, more natural. You think by now, after 158 episodes, <laughs> I'd have it down. But nope, nope.